Okay. Hey, this is Steve with the Flounders B Team Podcast. We recorded most of this episode on June 27th, uh, the night before the U.S. Open Cup match against San Jose. If you're not living under a rock, you know the result. If you are living under a rock, we're not going to technically spoil it for you. Uh, but suffice it to say, we are going to talk quite a bit about the Portland match on this episode, uh, which was much better result. And um, in that vein, we'd also like to remind everybody who's listening right now what's important. You're listening to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. In 2004, 30 years after the birth of the Seattle Sounders, a crack podcasting unit was sent to prison by a federal court for a crime they didn't commit. These men and women promptly, well, eventually, escaped from a minimum security luxury prison camp to the Tacoma Underground. Today, still wanted by the Timbers Army for dropping trial in front of Jeltwin, they survive as supporters of fortune. If you need a hot take, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Flounders BT. Steve Kettleson, and I'm here with 
Kevin Zamira. And Kat Peterson. Tim Hamilton. Nate Bowling, Esquire. Yeah, all right. So before we get started, I'd like to start everybody off with this gem. It's like a loss. Um, very disappointing. Didn't think we managed the second half well. Um, Giggity. This is now going pattern. Again, we're in winning position, and yeah, the patterns you suck, Caleb. Like show us strong so enough. Inarticulate right now. Uh, mentality, he strong enough. He, he does suck at life. Uh, urgency. He's been wearing a suit. Urgency. Um, I mean, for me, when I look at, you know, how we played after we gave up the goal, that's the way we should play every game for ninety minutes. So just give up every and, goal um, You should play every night. Pattern play is revolutionary. Um, I would say mix of complacency with a few guys and mix of fear with a few guys, and we got to change it. Couch him uh, up, because Caleb. when the pressure tightened up in the second half, um, we didn't manage the game well. Gave the wall away too much. He fouled too much. Who manages manage, games? Yeah. yeah, the manager. The manager saying, manages yeah. games. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Killer yeah. instinct. The game manager. We didn't manage the last ten if minutes they're not, well. If they're not up uh, for the sound decisions game? on. Kind of a coach's fault. On the corners, facts on the wall. You know, just things you have to manage. You know, as a professional. You player, have to manage, Caleb. Professional team, winning team. Um, so it's this is a pivotal moment. This is this is either Caleb calling out his you know, players. Turning point where we we finally Absolutely decide. You know, after the guys look in the look at that second no, it's half, terrible, and they bro. realize it's not good enough. You're not good uh, enough. It can be a turning point. You know, a stepping stone. I can't hear you. Or it's going to be a stumbling block. You know, it's one of two things. But again, I'm looking more big picture. You know, than, than the today. The big picture is he's going to get fired. <laughs> yeah. Out, hey, guess what happened to Dominic Kinnear? I know what it takes Dominic has more to be a winning team. He's going to get saved. When, when I say winning team, I don't mean just winning a game. I mean winning something at the end of the year. And this team has the potential to do that. The potential to get 18 um, draws a season. Man, my Portland had one lucky run in the postseason. Facts. To do that hasn't wavered. Are we drowning so I'm hoping this is finally, like it's I said, the same, the turning point. same shit every time. Platitude, platitude. Stone. Yeah. Give a come together like and, and have a strong mentality. Even when I said this before, even when the Sounders absolutely dominate them and crush them and beat them, he still comes to the mic and is like, "Well, I felt like we were the better team." Beat everywhere, but on the scoreboard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, it was a stepping stone. Well, to and to be season. clear, we've played them three times in the last like fifteen minutes, and we're what two wins and a draw. So we're unbeaten against them in three games in the last month or so. Yeah, like I, so I, I'm petty as hell, and I went on the sometime footy comments after the match. And like Porter out is a real, real thing there. And like I kind of hope they keep him. Oh, for sure. The thing about Porter is, is like Porter made his money coaching at Akron when he could recruit the best players. When your team isn't the best team and you're you're on even footing with everybody else, like he doesn't have it. But I I don't want Portland fans to discover that. Like keep his mediocre butt there. I don't know. With here's a replacement idea, Kinnear. I I hate what Kinnear does to soccer games. Like, but he, if he was in Portland, that. would that I would I wouldn't want Porter out for Kinnear. Kinnear Kinnear basically reminds me of watching the Scottish like the Scottish Premier League, but like not the top four teams. It's like mother whatever versus whatever whatever United. Are there four good teams Context. in the Scottish League? <laughs> Context: Who's Kinnear? So Dominic Kinnear is the recently departed uh, coach of San Jose, and also the recently departed coach of Houston, who actually has won a ton of MLS cups playing really ugly soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's um, it's boot and run, Brian Ching over the top, a lot of fouls, ugly, ugly, not possession soccer. Physical. Physical as hell. 
but it's been a really effective in MLS when MLS was a garbage league. Yeah, when people can't play soccer. Exactly, right? Um, and I'm just thinking of who would replace Porter if he was out. So no, I want him to stay too. No, 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 and I think it speaks volumes that like we all hate the Timbers and all want him to stay desperately. Oh, for sure. Like he's not a good coach. A great way to measure teams' moves is how uh, rival fans feel about it. Facts. Yeah. If the rival fans are like, keep him, <laughs> you probably want to get rid of him. So arson in. <laughs> cat's oh, eyes. Cat's eyes. Oh, I'm excited arson is staying. Did you, did you see the kid? I love arson Wagner. You think he's single? <laughs> hey, he Wenger took his shirt in. off at that FA Cup game. Ah, at the and beach. He's still like, I mean, his skin TMZ. is really, really saggy, but he's still got a six pack under Are there. we really having an arson finger topless conversation? Uh, we just uh, did. He's got the granddad bot. Yeah. You know, is Steven, that, is he that works that on the tangible list. Is that dad bot or better? The Does grand that qualify? Rescue this, please. Granddad <laughs> All right, keep it moving. Keep it moving. So. Okay, so Caleb Porter's garbage coach. He blames his players for his uh, failures in management. Well, he is, talks about. Go ahead. This is what I heard him say. Um, well, you know, we made some changes at halftime that didn't really work out. We didn't really manage the game very well the second half, which seems to be a, a pattern. We didn't play. We didn't manage the last ten minutes. We didn't play well. I'm like, yeah, bro. You just said I did not manage my choices at halftime well. I didn't prepare my team to go out during halftime well. I didn't give them good enough instructions to close out the game. Well, nobody it, is disagreeing. No, like, what is, yeah, like, not do at you all. not hear the things you're saying? And people are going out after out? their GM to Gavin Wilkinson, yeah, but right. like, hmm. if we look at that roster, like Fernando Adi is better than our number nine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to argue that Diego Valeri is at least as good as our number ten. Ladero. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to argue that Nagby is far better than anybody that we have on our roster in the same spot. I hate to say it, but Nagby is a great soccer player right now. And so Gavin Wilkinson has gone out and signed some really, really quality players. Mm -hmm. And Caleb Porter has gone out and got some really, really unquality draws time after time. Like, we've joked and called Portland Draw City since 2010. Oh, yeah. But, like, it's Draw City USA. Mm -hmm. And, like, if I was a Timbers fan and I gave up that goal at home against us, I'd be rattled as hell. And they are. Yeah. They should be. They That's a better starting 11. Well, they have a better top five. Well, I, I think we have the advantage right? at keeper. I would okay. I would take our keeper over their keeper. Oh, for sure. I would take our back line over the entirety of their back line. Yeah, that's yeah. why I switched from starting but 11 to Aspria, top five, top six. Like, I spent that entire match going, I want an Aspria on our roster. Mm-hmm. I think from what I've seen, he's kind of hit or miss, though. Well, okay, so here's the thing is, is they also subbed in Darren Maddox. And yeah. Darren Maddox is like what number two pick a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Darren Maddox can jump out of a gym, and he's he he he's faster than like anybody in the league. And so the fact they have Aspria and then Maddox, who's unfinished, but like we, we don't have either one of those. So maybe Kinnear was a bad example, but could you think of a capable manager? Siggy. Oh. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, he think that, but he would he, he do we that? would never do that, would no, he? I, I that would think hurt. That, no, I, that would, that would hurt a little bit. I think that betrayal. The, uh, Siggy wouldn't, but the TA wouldn't stand for it. I don't think. Like I, I have to take all those fat coach comments back. <laughs> <laughs> but just put all the same tifos up. Just turn them around, <laughs> <laughs> or tear them up in front of them. Well, I'll, I'll do it. You, you'll coach I'll Portland. Yeah, okay. I'll do it. 
All right. They're a very progressive city. Okay. <laughs> but seriously. I don't I mean, have to shave my legs or my armpits when I move down there. <laughs> oh, no, wow. you do not. Just another bread and <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah. Live free, cat. Live free. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. That's Can't right. hurt at this point, really. <laughs> Porter out. No, Porter, no, Porter in. in. Porter in. Porter in. Porter in. Porter, Porter, in. Porter house. We'll go fund his, uh, his salary for him. This is the third or fourth time I've done Portland away. Uh, and... Yeah, we went to the match. Yeah, talk about the experience. Oh, I want to hear about it. Okay, so we uh, drove up uh, in the afternoon on Saturday. Uh, what was the hashtag for the car? Hashtag was two five three two five three bonfire uh, buggy. Bonfire buggy. That's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> we ran up, you know, listen to music, or whatever on the way, listen to a little podcast, and just kind of getting hyped for the game. Met up with a uh, with a friend. We stayed there for the night and. Um, basically hung out there until about four o'clock. Then we caught a lift to, or I'm sorry, caught a radio cab to the, uh, to the rally point for the ECS. He farted while driving, by the way. And it was not, not you. No, no. Yeah. The no, driver, driver farted. Yep. We were all looking and around like, what? Oh, 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 oh. And I rolled down the window. Yeah. There goes and, the tip. Yep. There goes the tip. Yep. Just the tip. No, I was gonna say oh. that, but I thought it was inappropriate. But he said it. It was inappropriate. It, it was hundred percent inappropriate. So, okay, Stephen, continue. Just You're doing the fine. Tip, the fair was fine. We got to the pregame. Uh, we got to the pregame and uh, the the Goose Hollow Inn, uh, yeah. which is in the Goose Hollow neighborhood of Portland, uh, which is a, a Seattle owned uh, bar that is an ECS bar. And uh, we met up with a bunch of folks. We met up with uh, Brendan Vaughn, BM Vaughn on the Twitters. Shouts to Brendan. With, yeah, yep. give some uh, shout outs. Uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle Shields. Always uh, pleasant. The master capo. He was uh, partnered with Portland Kyle down there as well. The we are Kyle on, on Twitter. Right. Uh, Good follow there. A couple of uh, hype people. We met with uh, uh, Victory Lap was there. Bread. Um, she is rad. Bread's rad. Um, who else? Oh, geez. Larian was there, said hi to him. Uh, just a bunch of folks, a bunch of really rad folks that we don't get to see in person all the time because we live in the South Sound and, yeah. you know, we see them in the terraces or whatever, but there's an intimate intimacy, right? To that, to that, to that away travel, right? You get the people that go are into it and the supporters section is that much more hype just because of it. So we do the March to the match. We're getting ready for that. And, uh, they handed me one of the one of the so they had uh, tifo the tifo was basically or the choreo was basically uh, our all five cups that we've won and the shield no they, it was kind of awesome it I, was fucking amazing so so everybody's everybody's <laughs> jocking the Portland like like banner they dropped or whatever uh-huh. and like their tifo is nice but okay I'm not gonna lie they do really nice tifo they work right yeah. good job with yep. it yeah. uh, but we were traveling away with just giant ass cardboard cutouts mm-hmm. of every open cup MLS cup and the supporter shield uh-huh. and they were massive, massive. like on, literally on, twenty feet high on PVC pipe and marching down the streets of Portland uh-huh. and like the reaction in the streets was a combination of ugh and what the hell is that <laughs> and I, I'm totally team what the hell is that. Yeah, because they don't know. It, yeah, all day they don't know what trophies look Never like. Never seen one yeah. so close. Uh, exactly. <laughs> no, that's absolutely true. Well, and we're, we're we're neglecting the fact that it was hotter than Morocco. Oh my fudge! It was <laughs> literally a hundred degrees. Uh, it wasn't ninety five down there. It was ninety nine plus and fifty percent humidity. Yeah, like I was like, I'm not gonna lie, like I'm not into the heat, but like there, I had sweat in places I didn't know could sweat, and I was a little, little crotch pot cooking. I, mm. I, I will say this, um, <laughs> I at the end of the game, I smelled like a barn Olympia. <laughs> it was bad. The bro ho, like a patron. 
<laughs> you smelled like the bro- Brotherhood at 2 well, no, a.m. The Brotherhood yeah. kind, of, kind of gentrified. It was okay. more like, like what's the anarchist vegan bar down there? The <laughs> Wait, in Portland the or voyeur. Olympia? No, the voyeur. Oh, the yeah, voyeur. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I smelled like, yeah, I, I like the bathroom of the voyeur at the end of that match. Gross. But like, you know what? <laughs> That's so gross. Oh my I, I'm telling you, man. Like, mm-mm, South Sound living. Okay, I'm going to get way too personal for a second. Mm-hmm. Here's how dehydrated I was. I drank six bottles of water and didn't pee once. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, my body was just like, keep it! Keep it! <laughs> I drank five beers, uh, three of them Bud Lights, and I was doing just fine. Yeah. I was doing just fine. I maintained pretty good. You got to get a little You got to get a little calories in there with your water. And just, just to anybody who's listening right now, if you've never done Portland Away, like, do, do Portland it. Away. Do it. Like, it, it, it's, it's as good as... Okay, here's the thing is, is the broadcast can never capture A... How deafening that stadium oh is from God, both so directions, oh, and then yeah. B, just how lit the experience is. Oh yeah, um, it was. I, I've been three or four times now, and it was mm-hmm. absolutely phenomenal. I've been twice. Uh, the first time I went was four four. Yep, and that was That's an amazing experience. Yep. This experience was that was that much more phenomenal because I'm a, a, a bit a bit more embroiled, <laughs> a bit in, less drunk. It, it, I was definitely a bit less drunk, but. It, just knowing people uh, yeah. a little better uh, from Twitter, knowing yeah. people from soccer's games, community, soccer's community, and the people that you're you spend that time with, it, it means a lot to everybody yeah. that's there. You're traveling down there, you're together. There are people that don't really that are kind of touristy. I had this this gal sitting next to me that um, kept asking people like under her breath to put down the tifo and put down the flags. But you brought Ma'am. your wife with you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna not tell Sarah you said that because <laughs> she's she right she's on she has left the building she's on team TIFO she's on team support yeah uh, Mrs Mathematics is gonna have words with you well no no like words you, with friends you definitely know words the tourists on the on the yeah, games yeah. you can tell but like also like the sense of community that's generated through away travel is mm-hmm. special like, absolutely I, I was hearing horror stories about one of the buses so one of the buses um. What was it? The air conditioner didn't yeah. work. And the mo- nope, not and, happening. No, no, and the bathroom door wouldn't unlock, so oh. they had to take the door off the hinges. Or I, 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 and but like you know what that is? That's a terrible experience, but also a story for story time, fam. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's always yeah. the one that didn't get the no poop on the bus memo. Oh, God. right. Hold yeah. that, man. You hold that. Shitter, yeah, shitter, don't. Who doesn't shitter. know that? You go to the seventy-six in Castle Rock and you take your dump there. Yep. Don't be an amateur, you man. Do I once took do. a fourteen-hour bus ride to Boise. Gross already. 15-year-old soccer players? Grosser. They do not know the no shit on a bus rule. <laughs> Let me no. just tell you. They're like, Woo. I'm going to take a dump right here. Rough. No, no consideration of subsequent mm-hmm. effects. Any other effects. thoughts on pregame, Stephen? Thoughts on pregame. It was lit. Really enjoyed it. I thought the Portland fans were pretty. We didn't get a whole lot of heckling on the way out, but we took a back way to the <laughs> back entrance. Sure. So we didn't we didn't really get a whole lot of people, um, you know, uh, uh, opposing fan contact on the way in. Yeah. Uh, after the match, I don't know if you want to talk about that late, but after the match, I'm like fist bumping people for the draw. I'm like shaking hands, saying hey to people. I'm not trying to do it for the podcast. I'm like, I'm going to try to interview for the thing. It's just like, hey, how you, you are, doing, everybody's... You also are gregarious to I a fault. gregarious. I will say <laughs> hey to everybody. I'm yeah. friendly. Mm-hmm. I will. I got a smile for anybody. Yeah. And so if you see me on the streets, I am probably going to say hey to you. And you probably want to run away. But it was. it's a great experience. And Portland fans, 
I mean, your team's garbage, but y'all are quality people. So just want to throw that out there. That's I strong. I yep. like, how are the Portland fans when you, especially after this game, how were they? Uh, sad and dripping <laughs> tears and beard oil in their IPAs. <laughs> it really does like, ruin like, the taste. When, when, you, when you give up a draw after being up a man for 45 minutes yeah. like you can't say a up lot a afterwards and a goal yeah up a man and a goal yeah. like like what are they gonna say like yeah at least we have light rail <laughs> <laughs> which is valid valid yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty I, w- I was kind of like oh damn it <laughs> our obamacare covers light rail covers methadone i mean <laughs> i mix my jokes damn it <laughs> get out of here do we want to talk about the game, by the way? Uh, I, the game itself was was pretty phenomenal in parts. Yeah. Pretty the beginning and the others. ending. The beginning and the ending were great. So how many minutes until we, we uh, got the first goal? Joven scores the rebound in the... Sorry, let's uh, let's talk lineup first. Sorry. Okay. We should do that. I was pretty surprised at the lineup. Like, when I saw it... I, so when I it saw it... It's the, it was our best 11, for No, sure. but you recorded some live audio, and I oh, thought I with yeah, that I lineup that, that... No, don't drop it because I was wrong. Um, I thought they were going out with a four four two. Oh, okay. Right. It was still four two three one. But yeah, I didn't realize they were playing Rodon at central midfield, mm-hmm. uh, which I have thoughts about. But I'll save those for later on. No, well, go ahead. Because I thoughts I, now. It's well, my time. initial thought was please. I was actually okay with it the first time we played there. I didn't think he did much. Um, I can't remember the opponent, but then the, in that game, I know they switched him to right back, mm-hmm. which I was okay with at that time because he was going to touch the ball more, which was great. I was better with it. In this game, because, okay, he's got a game under his belt. He's got a little more experience there. Um, I thought it'd be interesting to see what he was going to do in that position, if he was going to be a true attacker, or if he was going to maybe sit in there and try to mess up whatever Valeri and Nagby were going to do. Um, and I saw a stat afterwards that showed um, top passing combination was Ozzy to Svensson to Roldan. Interesting. Yeah, so I... I thought he performed much better there well, in that role. I, I, I think like. that lineup's our best 11 for sure. Uh, what impressed me about that match, and what, what I really watched was, is it is literally impossible to dispossess Darlington and Nagby the ball. Like, if Nagby gets the ball, he's going to run and yeah. shield. So, essentially, he shields defenders the way Ozzy does, but passes the way Nico does. Yeah, if Nagby stays healthy the whole game, I, I don't think we even tie. I think he was a lot to handle. Well, he he was gassed at the end too. But we're we're, we're gonna have well, no, ourselves. Well, didn't he get subbed out in the sixtieth? Oh, I'm not gonna pretend like I know what happened in front of me. But yeah, I thought he got subbed out. I thought his hamstring was bothering him, um, so he got subbed out in the 70. second half. What what minute was it? Seventy two. Okay. Yeah, okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. His his hamstring was bugging him, something like that, because he wasn't as effective in the second half. I remember that. Yeah. Um, well, also they're playing um, Valeria as a second forward now. Instead of in the midfield, I've always kind of thought he just floated wherever he wanted to go. Okay, anyway. fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, Fernando Adi is the best target forward in the less. Cool. Oh, you some, some Dom Dwyer nonsense right now? Maybe. Wrong. Really? Like, I, he's a beast. He backs into everybody. He holds. He does what he has to do. Here, and okay. any contact whatsoever. What he's did the deck. What did Adi do after the red card? No, 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 no. Okay, so you're spot on with this, and okay. and, and and in fact, there's a graphic that uh, that Stumptown Footy retweeted. <laughs> oh, of a field with nothing <laughs> yeah. on it. Yeah. He had yes. he had one touch. He had one touch on but, a uh, near goal, and yeah. I, I do remember that. But honestly, I, I mean, he should have dominated once 
Evans went off. I, I, I right? don't. I, I don't disagree. But he should have occupied Marshall and Torres. Well, but that's all a, game long. So that's the thing, though, is that is that Marshall and Torres. I'm going to argue are the most physical defenders in the league, and Adi's the most physical attacker in the league. And so, so he couldn't body people off like he normally does. Right, Tim, okay. get on the microphone. So <laughs> I just didn't want you. <laughs> Couldn't body people off like uh, like he normally does. So maybe I'm biased because I think Dwyer gives Marshall and Torres way more problems than Adi does. Okay. I so okay if if we're doing the top strikers in the league, we're target. Let's go target forwards. A specific yeah. kind of striker. Yeah. yeah. So we're going uh, Adi, Dwyer, Kai Kamara when he's playing well, which he's not doing right now. Yeah, he's off. He's he's off and on. And then Bradley Wright Phillips. Is he target? I. <laughs> I think so. I think so. What do you mean target? Target back to goal target? Back, yeah. back to goal, winning balls with your head. Drogba style. Yeah, yeah. Brute. Right. Basically, target forward is somebody who provides a large target for a ball over the top and then also brutalizes center backs as much as possible. Yeah, enough pace and enough strength to just be that sole figure up top. Yeah. Right? We talked about doing takeaways from the match. One thing Jose, I... Jose Altidore? Oh, I'll uh, shut up. Yeah. Ooh. Boom. Totally. Catherine, well played. If my mic wasn't on a stand, it would Plus, be dropped. Just saying, up. Well, <laughs> call me. Call cats. So who would you? I'm not a huge Josie fan. I I do see his qualities. Right. I'm not saying I he's think the best. He's a, I'm just saying no, like he should be. He should be in, in the conversation. conversation. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Fair it enough. Goes, it goes down too easy. Would you take Dwyer? <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> would you take Dwyer or Josie? I'd take or Audie. Audie, Audie Josie, Dwyer. For me. Ooh. We don't have any chainsaws. <laughs> Catherine, thoughts? Not in a cat's best 11, just on the field. Who'd you say? We said. I said. I, so if, if I'm, if I'm picking fantasy drafting yeah. target forwards, target forwards MLS, MLS. Uh, I'm taking Adi first. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Josie second. And I'm taking Dwyer third. A difficult call. I might just switch. Go Josie. I might go Josie, Audi, and then Dwyer. Yeah, man. I go Dwyer, Josie, Audi. What? Yeah. All right. You're yeah. free. You're, you're, I thought. Of, I think Dwyer I can. I think that. Dwyer can do more in terms of link up play mm-hmm. than Josie and Audi can. Really? Um. I man. I really want to go find some evidence for that. It's just a gut. Yeah. It's fine. Well, here, yeah. Here's the thing for me also. So I was watching I was watching Adi uh, in the first half at least, win a lot of balls, whatever. Uh, I, I also noticed that – so Will Bruin's good at holding the ball up, mm-hmm. but Will Bruin turns 50-50 balls into 1090s. <laughs> in the wrong direction. Yeah, in the wrong direction. Yeah, in no, the no, wrong no. direction. Like, like, like Bruin yeah. – Bruin, so I, I'm not going to act like I'm a, 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 a soccer genius, but somebody of Bruin's height should win more balls in the air than he does – Against somebody like Omobi Okugo, well, he wins. Defending him. He wins headers in the opponent's eighteen. He's just not mobile enough up top to be your target guy when you're down a man. Yeah, fair. He's not fair. Like that's and that's what I'm saying. Audi up a man should have been just wreaking havoc, running through channels. Well, the, the whole Portland team should have right drawing defenders out of their spaces so that other guys could run through there. They were giga- giving us a ton of possession. And then, like, break out in the counter. Yeah. And that's the opposite. Like, we if, held possession. If quite... you're up a man, you hold possession yeah. in the What team? Up a man, up a goal, bunkers. Yeah. Uh, Portland Timbers Portland under Caleb Porter. Yeah. yeah. I-, I thought we were. Well, and if you're going to park it, then do it well, at least. Mm. Yeah. 
No, they did not. Give us your full That's 95. That's what I'm saying. Like, come on. Yeah. You know, park it, park it well. Do we, <laughs> do we want to do Portland takeaways? So, do we want to do Joven's goal and then the red card conversation? Do yeah, you, okay. Joven's do we want to go back takeaway. to the Audi Altador Dwyer conversation? Do you want to go back to the... And do <laughs> you want to come back to Altador, don't you? Swing point, Hail Mary. <laughs> Murder, death, <laughs> <laughs> She's laughing because she's serious. And marry all of them, and not kill any of them. You know, yeah. Cat, Utah. Cat, go yes. ahead. <laughs> Cat will listen. Go ahead. <laughs> Just kidding. Continue. Fine. So Jovin's goal. Uh, some really bad defending by Portland on the wing. It was actually really bad defending, but I really liked his attack, and that like he went in like as a, as an outside back went far for, for forward and like went at it like he really went into the attack and then continued to follow even like. Yeah, not a, not a great first shot. Like, okay, whatever, I'll take it. But like that poor defending, he capitalized on that by following a shot to put it away. Well, and I've, I'm not gonna. I've watched enough Lincoln soccer to know that I've heard you say before, take a shot and make something happen, right? Yeah. Like he takes a shot, makes the keeper make a save. He makes a save, but to a really dumb spot, and then the defenders are frozen. Like the defenders were looking. I don't know what the hell they were looking at, and like he was able to close on it and score. Like they were like, "Bro, you didn't catch it!" And there's like three of them over here on the side as Jones sprints over to the ball to put it back in, and like I don't know, maybe the keeper should have kept it, kept it like falling on it, but like that was a good follow. Absolutely, yeah, it was a bad header that he tried to. uh, The defender, what was his? uh, Was it no? It wasn't Google Powell. I think Powell tried to head it back to the defense or back towards the keeper. And it just kind of fell in no man's land, and Jones was still up and, and followed the play, ripped the shot, and Gleason gave up a rebound right up the middle. And since he shot it with the right foot, he just kept running in and met it basically uh, just between the 18 and the 12 and pushed it through. And thank God jo- Jordan didn't find a way to screw that up because he was way offside. Yeah, yeah. And it could have hit him. It could have, you know, he could have made it an attempt, and then maybe it would have been offside. I don't know. I just. I'm just glad for as much as we, uh, as much as I beat up on him. Um, good job staying out of the way. Was the conversation in the DMs or in real life about uh, moving Joven to the left wing and then putting New Who at left back? DMs. We DMs. talked. We talked about that, and they talked about it in the match because he pl- uh, Jones plays for TNT yeah. on the wing, and I mean I I've always just brought that up if last couple of weeks if if Tolo New Who. Whatever we want to call him, New Who. If he's gonna be our left We're back, we're not calling him that. <laughs> New Who, Yolo. So uh, there you go. Veto, it happened hard pass. just now. Podcast uh, veto. If he if he's gonna be a, a a decent serviceable left back until he can you know really start to fine tune his craft, then that gives us an opportunity. Maybe late in games we can hit him with Jones speed and and Yolo speed and. Well, but here's the thing is I'm reminded of DeAndre Yedlin. And, like, the thing was with Yedlin, Klinsman tried it, put him at the wing. I, I, I think that Jovan Jones is much like DeAndre Yedlin where he's a phenomenal, phenomenal strong. He's a very good attacking back, but I'm not sure that attacking backness translates into him being an attacking midfielder or a, right. or a winger. The best right. part about him being an attacking you know, defender is that he gets, like, a 30-yard head start on people. Yeah, yeah. Everything's yeah. going on over there, and then he just – I'm well, and, my hands really fast, <laughs> and I'm guilty. I'm, I'm guilty. Slice like the during the game, I'm like, run at him, run at him. 
But uh, if your left back is running at the defender every right. time, your left back isn't a left back anymore. And so nope. I, I don't know. I, I put it on. I put it out in the conversation, but I'm undecided on it. I will say uh, I like what I see from Nuhu, and I love knowing that he's 20 years old and he's awkward as all get out. Yeah. But like that's like fun just, to watch. Just you know, like a, like a puppy that its ass is running faster than its front feet. Yeah. Just I, all effort. Yeah. And the skill will come. In in DeAndre's first year, his deal was bomb up the top. Pass it off tomorrow and haul your ass back. That was his mo. Kevin does a phenomenal impression of new heading a ball. You want to do it he right does. now? If anybody's ever seen a hair club for men commercial, <laughs> where the guy heads a soccer ball, <laughs> where it looks like the top half of his body is exploding every time he heads a ball, that is new heading a ball. And he just he looks super awkward. Yeah, I I like him. I just want to see more of him. I think the in the yeah. DMs I gave the Jimmy Gabriel quote, the great great Jimmy Gabriel of it's like a dog on its hind legs. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it comes down. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's good or if he's right. just up like and so excited well, and has all this nervous excitement. No tape on him. Yeah. Well, and that's what I'm wondering oh, too, because yeah. like he's like tenacious, right? Like when he goes in, he's like going after everything, and mm-hmm. he with the ball at his feet, like he'll go with it he'll attack and he's not it doesn't really like seem afraid or hesitant or shy or whatever he's young and so that's where the yolo comes in yeah yeah yeah, that's his yolo side so like i like that like i like that he doesn't seem afraid but like does that translate into like being successful creating opportunities scoring goals whatever we'll see what can i say though so we we stayed in the four two three one with roldan and attacking midfield and up until the evans red card like we looked really really good and I think that's our best eleven, and that best eleven did not include Clint Dempsey. No, what? it did not. And oh, so there's a, a pretty big elephant in the room right now. My bad. I've only and put on a few pounds, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> Tim's got his shirt the off. Summer again. is young here. <laughs> so we love Clint Dempsey, and we love to hate Clint Dempsey. Love Juan Dempsey. Love I love Dempsey. the white Kobe Bryant. <laughs> the rich man's Wondolowski. The rich man's Wondolowski. How many nicknames does he have on the show? He's also the new Nicholas Bentner. Oh, oh right. that's right. So yeah. tell us about Nicholas Bentner. I so love this chat, by the way. If you don't know Nicholas Bentner, I don't know where you've been because he's the greatest striker in all of football history. According to him. According to himself. <laughs> um, but, like, he would do this. So he, like, he played for Arsenal and he. I don't know if he ever actually started for Arsenal. Maybe in an FA Cup, maybe. Um, but, like, he would come off the bench the last 15 minutes, 10 minutes of the game, and he would just, like, score a goal. And then he would, like, injure himself. He would, like, score a goal and then, like, break his ankle. But he, but he would, like – and it would always be, like, oh, yeah, we needed that goal, like, to equalize or to win. Like, it would just be, like, some, like, yeah, we just needed that in that moment. And so he's, like, I'm the greatest striker in the world, but it's, like – yeah, but like, are you really? <laughs> so, I feel like if you Google Nicholas Bettner pissing, you'll get lots of different you, pictures. So many, yeah. so many. So he's like married to like a princess in in the Netherlands or something, or some royal family member in the Netherlands. Why do you know this? I don't. He played know. for Arsenal. He played for Arsenal. That's why I know these things. But he like gets caught like with his I don't pants know who off in, married to. in public, and you don't. Let's not do this. <laughs> hey, who's so, uh, pants off in public? <clears throat> he yeah. So so he gets caught with his like pants off in public all the time, like or just doing these outrageous like crazy like things that you're like, 
your wife is a princess of something something mm-hmm. like you should probably yep. keep your pants on in public yeah, but probably he's pretty he doesn't he, it's he really say he does not head. play for arsenal anymore i think he plays for like wolfsburg or something now, okay but. so he's definitely not the greatest striker of all time he that's right alex curran sorry <laughs> you just googled hell yeah i did um okay so here's a question for the table pk or nah red or nah yes and yes same pk yes red is harsh I say yes on both, but I'm not going to argue if you take away either one. If it turns well, to a yellow, well, it I don't think that any, there's no question on the penalty. Yeah, yeah, it's that's definitely a penalty. a penalty. It's a penalty, absolutely right? a penalty. Yeah, but then it can, we can open up to the larger conversation: is should it, unless it's like a malicious, obvious, like uh, for, uh, violent <laughs> attack, handball at the goal line in the World Cup from Uruguay, for example. Suarez? Yeah, Suarez <laughs> or a hey. bite on the shoulder. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> that handball kept them in the World Cup. Yeah. No, no. Actually, the truth is, is them saving the PK on that handball kept them in the World Cup. But yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. No, I, okay. I would say this. Uh, I don't blame Evans for making that play. Like you're trying to save a goal. Uh, I don't blame Salazar for calling the PK, and I don't blame Salazar for calling the red. And it's funny because there was some conversation on the Twitters. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a, a listener. I don't remember his name. Uh, talking. Yo. Yeah, yeah. Questioning Evans' decision making. And so I, what I said in the conversation, I'll say again, is my problems with Evans are about match availability. Uh, he showed me – I'm jumping to my oh, takeaway right now. decision making. Yeah, he showed me in that match that our defense is best when he's playing. Uh, and, oh, uh, is it time for a sponsor message right now as you pour that? <laughs> it, is. it is time for a sponsor We are message. doing some market research on Pendleton Midnight, <laughs> the uh, – uh, Official whiskey of Seattle's. Uh, <laughs> I've had a couple. Uh, Seattle Sounders FC. Uh, I almost an official candidate whiskey. Unofficial. Oh, it could be the unofficial whiskey of Flanders B team. <laughs> Although I will just say, if Sparkle Donkey wants to get on board with the B team, we're listening. Oh yeah, yeah. official we, whiskey. We're of here. The week. Can we just for that. note Catherine's wearing a Dempsey mask right now? <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to hide. Do okay, so, right, more about so, the sponsor. So, so, uh, so, so, it is a, uh, a blended Canadian mis- whiskey that's aged in Canada, but it's actually made from the Hood River guys here in Oregon, and uh, part of it is aged in brandy barrels. So it's a, it's got a little uh, a little it's sweetness to it. A little sweetness, damn good. A little smoothness. Yeah, Pendleton it's, Midnight. Is damn Oldest good. Oldest Northwest Distillery. I love whiskey. Like the 1930s, 1940s. And this is good. Oh, oh. after yeah. post, yeah. post okay. prohibition. I'm here for this. I'm here for this. Oh yeah. So okay. So so back to the program. Evans demonstrated to me that he is the best right back on our team and the best right oh, back option easily. for us for the main of the season. And it's not really close. And I'm actually really nervous about what we're going to do on July the fourth without him because everybody else is on national team duty. Yeah, Evans has an. Ex- I said this uh, on the tweeters. Evans has an extremely high WAR. Yeah. Wins above replacement. Yeah, absolutely. Like, don't, don't get me started on his replacement, yeah. Jordy DeLem, right? <laughs> don't get me started. Oh. Whoa, good God. <laughs> well, he is a good ball. Tell him he's not good. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he, did, he did it. He did it. So, so, do we want to go to match takeaways or do we have second half thoughts? Well, let's can just... we just, can I just say that, like, we could have this conversation real quick about like should it unless it's like a malicious attack on a player, violent, oh. malicious, oh. intentional well, go attack. Go through the rules. Should really we, quick. There's a rule. We, well, the rules been clarified. I know, yeah. but I'm just saying I don't think it was. 
I don't think Salazar was I don't wrong. think he wasn't. I'm not saying that he was. I'm just saying I don't think he wasn't not trying to play the so ball. So for the record. But I rule, don't think he could have played the ball. The rule is if you try to play the ball, it's a yellow. If you no, play no, the no. Man, if you can't play the if ball. If you can't play the if ball. You can, uh, it, so if it's in the box and it's a penalty, it a, a denial of a goal scoring opportunity. Hashtag in the penalty, In the penalty box is a penalty and a yellow. Unless a few things happen, right? There's some scenarios where, okay, you can't give a penalty and a red. FIFA's trying to go away from that. But there's a few things where they're like, look, okay, you can't give a penalty and a red. And one of them is if you commit that foul and you had no chance of playing the ball, see, I don't think he did then it's a no red card chance. too. He, he's not even close that to ball the ball. Let's, let's back it all up and start where the play falls apart. Is The ball goes out wide. Uh, what, what was his name? Nagby. Nagby runs into the box while Ozzy is just looking into the 14th row and uh, <laughs> just staring off into space. The ball comes in uh, on a cross and Torres, Torres, Torres takes he a couple slips. of steps to try. He leaves his man, takes a couple of steps, slips, dives, misses the ball. And now Brad has two guys. Comes to Nagby. He leaves his man, comes to Nagby. He Nagby sticks, has a good first touch. First touch. He turns him. And Brad goes down with his right foot to try to poke the ball away. Doesn't get the ball. Realizes, I'm going to get the man. Gets the man with the scissors. Drops him. Yeah, realizes no he argument. can't play That's, the ball. Yeah. So, so, I don't know if he fully tries to trip him or if he's just trying to mess him up. Wait, can we? Can but we, Nagby does well and goes down. Can we interrogate Torres' footing? He I, slipped like three times, didn't he? he? Did. Yeah. If it was a grass field, I'd be telling him, put your studs on. Just put your studs on. Yeah. So, sorry. So, coaches. What do you do when a player's slipping on turf? Footwear. Oh, jeez. Take smaller steps. Yeah, take smaller and, oh, steps. S- funny because we haven't even gotten into the New York game, and we probably won't. But when the Maybe when you're slipping around that much, think of like penguins. Penguins, they just kind of go a little <laughs> whack and forth. Why? Because they don't want to take long strides. Do they have the ability to? That's neither here yeah. nor there. Maybe but, it was an inner shoe issue because his feet were oh. so damn fucking hot. Mm-hmm. That like his physics. Do you know what I mean though? Like slickery. Yeah. Yeah. Like on the inside. I don't know. Moist. Have you ever played on, on in the ninety hundred degree weather yes. on turf? It's yes. horrible. Yeah, Your it's feet feel like they're on melt. fire. Yeah. 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 I don't know. So maybe some. I don't know. There's a whole anti Torres like. I like to see Torres gone contingent. No. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, like he's popping up online, and I've I'm like, I've never been super high on him, but he's a very, very good center. Him back. and Chad Marshall are the best center back pair, I would argue, in the league when healthy. Most physical pair. And for Chad sure. Chad Marshall has a history of concussions and is almost my age. And that's I, old. Oh, that's right. And he caught another concussion. So Jesus oh, that ball to the book. face Dude. that Marshall caught. <laughs> that ball was like, you can. Knew who will hit another player on his team in the face with the clearance every year for the rest of his career. That's going to happen. Wanted to clear that ball. He is like, just get there and kick it as hard as you can. Who cares where it goes? Marshall cares. Marshall went down, and I turned. I was like, Marshall has a history of concussions. He's had at least three. And my wife goes, in this game? game. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad I didn't bounce off his face and go in the net because that's the kind of game. Oh, poor guy. But like. Good. Go oh, I was gonna right say here, here's my only thing with Nuhu is that he kicked the ball into Marshall's face. I I don't and Marshall's reaction was later the in the game was like was like what the f are you doing? And I've seen <laughs> Torres give Nuhu that same reaction of like what are you doing? Like just bewilderment. Yeah. So he's got a couple looks of bewilderment, 
from he, a couple other but senior he's been players. been 20 for 15 minutes. Like I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, but I'm just like, mm. No, I hear you. That's I why I'm you. not sure yet. Yeah, that's I'm just be, not sure on news That's yet. That's the entire history of a soccer player. Mm-hmm. You are all ability, all agility, fast, fast, fast when you're young, and then you learn the game when you get older, and you hope there's a sweet spot where – your knowledge of the game and your ability to actually play it Valid. neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. You turn yep. thirty and then it's all done. Well, so, okay, <laughs> uh, about uh, so about, about Nuhu, like people are talking about replacing Jones with Nuhu. Like they play I'm not. No, no, no acknowledged. <laughs> they play the same position, but they don't play the position the same way. You're right. Agreed. Nuhu is a defensive Agreed. left left back who can He's get ahead. Way more defensive, yes. right? And Jones is an offensive left back who can defend. And not the same player, but Jones is like Gareth Bale playing left back. Gareth Bale didn't really play left back. Yeah, he attacked yeah. from the left back yeah, yeah, position, yeah, 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 yeah. which is what Jones does. I'm buying that. They're not in the same league, but just for comparison's sake, that's what Jones does. Okay, so who defends yep. first, and and he and he defends very well. Thoughts for when now. thoughts when Clint subs in. I thought it was too early, but it worked. So I, and he came in for Morris. And this is why yeah. I this is why I'm a fan and not a coach. They bring in Clint for Morris and Nuhu for Jones. And on both, I'm like, what? <laughs> I was the same way. I didn't get it. I, yeah, I, I, I've, I've coached against Schmetzer, um, talked to him before. Great dude. Love his soccer brain. I didn't know what he was thinking. I, I, I didn't get it. I, I'm like, I, man, this is weird. That's just weird. Coach Nate subs out Bruin. Yeah, yeah. But, again, this is why Coach Nate's a fan, right? And I, <laughs> That's why I only coached youth soccer. Apparently, <laughs> too. Well, if you think about it, I don't mind putting Nate or I don't mind putting Clinton. I I want him later in the game because his tricks will work on tired, hot dudes. Where his steps. So am I. So am I. So am I. <laughs> giggity, 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 giggity. His his tricks work, and his and one skills were fine when you're playing against guys that are tired. It's like bringing in that that Joven Jones in the in the seventy fifth minute when people are. You know, playing in a hundred degree heat and gassed, and then this guy comes in and just runs right by. I think that should be the mo. He should be that Valdez, that guy, the first guy coming off the bench. And uh, I, I would like to see how this works out. I just hope that he has the ability to just kind of shelf his ego long enough to uh, to be a participant. Did we hear Clint's post game interview? I'm 34 now. Yeah, I'm old. Yeah, yeah. I can't play I'm three games in a week. AF. And, and basically, he said, "I'll take the role you give me." So I was so encouraged. That's pretty fantastic. That was my big takeaway no, from I, the I'm game. I was so huge. encouraged by Clint, yeah, coming off the bench and his attitude and interview after the game. I mean, obviously, it helps when he comes in and scores the game tire in Portland, in right? Game. I appreciate y'all. In appreciate game. y'all. Yeah, but so we we've that talked, gave me a lot of encouragement. We've talked a few times here about how well he just doesn't go back and defend and he doesn't support and he doesn't do wait. this and he doesn't do that wait. but in but wait, wait i'm just saying we but a wait, few of us more. have said not me a few of us have said and and you know uh, a few of us in this group said offline that we thought we were going to get destroyed by portland in this match and um but clint dempsey in this match Callum and defended like a fucking boss right i mean there are some key defensive plays where he is saving a goal two touches before the goal happens. I mean, in the right? 95th minute, he's on the end line, yeah. winning the ball, yeah. and then cleared it away That's as exactly the whistle right. blown. Here's my thing. I'm not a huge fan of my forwards running back and defending. No. I'm not. I don't care if Clint Dempsey defends. I, I really don't. I don't care if Will Bruin defends. Maybe in 
the final third, I want them to chase a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. I really don't care if my forwards come back and defend. I don't. No, they and they shouldn't. That's not the. That's not the point, so, right? Yeah. Like, so I don't I, that's why I've that. got. That's why I've got eleven people on the field. They're all, all doing different jobs. And yeah, I want them to mid- pressure. Yeah, they should. Where, but where? Where do you want them to pressure? If a center back has the ball at the top of the eighteen. Okay, sure. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, high yeah, press. Yeah, yeah. High press. Yeah. If yeah. your whole team is pressing with them, yeah. if you're, if you're. If you are next nearest the person on the other team with the ball, yes, you should go pressure them. Yeah. But like, I don't need you to defend eighteen to eighteen. That's not your job. Now you're going to be too di- too tired to do the job that yep. I actually yep. need you to do. Yep. True, true, true. I'm and stealing my air horn app for that. I'm stealing right someone else's take here, but I think that like Clint showed us today that he's not, or showed us on Sunday, Sunday. that he's not a ninety minute player anymore, which is fine. Uh, if Clint can go sixty and then come off for younger speed. Or Clint can let somebody else go 60 and then come in with 30 minutes of finesse and, and power, yep. then, like, let's go. Yeah, and he can do a 60 30. <laughs> that got a ham. Yeah, I, 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 like Clint Dempsey is no longer a 90 minutes player. And you know what? Nobody's a 90 minutes player at 34 years old. And I think Clint knows that. Yeah. That's what I was so encouraged by because I've said it a few times that Clint is just going to be Clint. But that interview afterwards, yeah. he was. He knew. So here's I'm the danger. Here's Maybe the danger. he's been listening to the to podcast. <laughs> Wait. The mask is on again. So the, the danger is this. The danger is that Bruce Arena is watching the game, and then Bruce goes, hey, I want Clint for 30 minutes. Yeah. No, that's not, I'm okay with that. I don't want Clint. Uh, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm thoroughly okay with Clint being left off the Gold Cup roster and staying. Oh, I am too. And not playing for qualifiers. Like, I would love Clint on the U.S. national team for 30 minutes a game. I would take Clint. Do they well, need the, him? Dempsey coming in for a, for a Bobby Wood that's not effective on the day. I would take no, Clint. no, no, no. I no, I, I would too, and I'm yeah. afraid that Bruce. Arena, so, so I, I would. I'm going to say a week ago we might have been talking about Clint Dempsey retiring from the international duty. Yep. But like he just showed us that he can come in and do a 30 minute shift and have it be a world class is a strong word, but a a very damn good 30 minute shift. And I'm worried that Arena was watching, and that's going to perpetuate his international career. I think oh. he can do both still. All right. I think if it's just 30-minute, 60-minute shifts, I think he could do both. Bruce will take him to Russia the way Klinsman didn't take Don. Oh. If, I hope Landon's not listening. Oof. Uh, still oof. too soon. He's, he's got a toddler at home. He's not. He's busy. He's have, got have one more had, retirement in him, I wait, think. Have we had that conversation about how crappy that was by Klinsman, by the way? Oh No, we haven't. But that was terrible. To take Julian Green, who was younger than knew who, and is still not playing first version soccer on a regular basis. He just wanted to cap time. <sighs> no, he just wanted to just prove. He's. I. I felt like he's he wanted to, to German American soccer. Well, and also trying to take Donovan's nose and rub it in a pee stain on the carpet. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it was. That was deep seated from. I don't think back. it was anything to go against Julian Byron Green. Days. I think Julian Green is a decent young soccer player, and I think that I think he showed that. Did he belong Cup? on the World Cup roster for the United States? I'm not gonna say no, but I'm not saying like should he be there instead of instead of Landon Donovan. I don't know, but like I think it was a, I think it was personal because what else is it? Klins, I, I I don't miss Jurgen Klinsmann with the national team nope. at all. You know who I also I don't like? I don't like Jill Ellis. I wish the U.S. women's team would get a new coach. I said it. Tell me more. I wow. don't think she's good. I don't think she manages the players well. I think Pia Sundog. Was way better. I, I think she was. Way I think better. she has no idea no what. Debate to, there. She has no idea what to do with Cindy Larue or Tobin Heath. Yeah. Why is Tobin Heath not playing more? That girl is. I'm sorry. That woman is 
such a technically gifted player. She is technically so much better than any other woman I've seen on the field. Like the thing she does with the ball are things like boys are better than soccer. Any soccer player. That's what I'm saying though. Like she does stuff that like that boys are taught to do better than they do. And she doesn't get to play. And I don't understand it. And I haven't understood it for like the past four years. I don't get it. I don't get it either. No, I, I, I don't disagree. Sunhage, uh, better coach than Jill Ellis, but, but she left. She managed them, right? She she, she did, she did. Yep. But like she managed them to play soccer. We went from the nineties of of be faster, be faster and stronger than all the oh, other females. We're still kind of there. But that's what we're I'm still saying. Though there. we went away from that with Pia. Pia taught them how to play soccer. Some possession, yeah, for yeah, then, for sure. yeah. And no. then we went, and now we're reverting back to that. Why do you think we shit the bed in the Olympics? Because we were trying to be faster and stronger than everyone, and and places like Sweden, France, Japan, England, England, they're learning yep. to play soccer, mm-hmm. and we are going backwards now. And so Sweden, all they had to do was what they what what you say, did. coward, be play like cowards or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you have to learn how to so- to play soccer to break that down. That's all you have to do. Play soccer. You Wait, can break that not down. All you have to do. That's hard. That's hard to do. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I hear not, what you're saying. I feel like she's not saying. trying to teach them that. She's like, well, all right, we're I just going to run and be fast and just kick the ball hard. Like, that's what it looks like when I'm watching. I can't see any actual. I don't disagree with you. I don't see any actual, like, patterns of play happening. I don't see anything like that. It speaks volumes that she doesn't know what to do to, with Tobin Heath. Tobin Heath is so much fun to watch. She is so incredibly creative, so yes. gifted technically. Put her out on a wing and let her float and let her yeah, go. Give her space. Yeah, oh. seriously. She's so fun she's to watch. She's so good. Yeah. She's such a good soccer player. Completely. And like, and I, I know this is a complete tangent sorry, on a Flounders no, BT podcast. but nope. And so, and the, the other thing I'll say is Pugue, the really young girl, she's so oh, quick. Mallory. Yeah. Yeah. She's Mallory's so, great. so quick, but she, she fits better into this idea of like, if you're really fast, and you're just faster and, and a better athlete, what, then we'll what win. What position is she best at? I don't know, because I feel like I've only seen her, exactly, I've only seen her <laughs> yeah. play on, out on, like, what, the left wing? Is that oh, where she yeah, was at? Yeah, I don't know her best position Because so. she's just, like, go, be big, run yep. fast, yep, be exactly. an athlete. But that's, I feel like those are her coaching points. Yep, agree with you. Into every position, that and I don't an, get it. That was an awesome sorry. women's national sorry, team sorry. tangent we went off on there. Yes. Rock. I, I will go I off on a women's national team. I just needed it any day. to get the gel Ellis thing off my shoulders. There you go. Does it feel good? Do you feel lighter? Stretches, doing some air punches here. There you go. <laughs> like when James Brown jumps back to his feet, throws the cape off. <laughs> right on, right on. Can we, can we play Cold Sweat as the as one of the songs? Of the Cold song? Sweat. How's yeah. that go? Cold Sweat? Oh, I, Tell I'm me how it goes. not not going oh, to come try on. to give you any Cold go? Sweat riffs. But if you can karaoke play some cold sweat, I'll that'd put be that awesome. on there. No problem, baby. No problem, baby. Edit All right, that's out. as good a time as any to uh, go into our break. And when we come back, we'll talk to some uh, listener questions and uh, do a little bit of a preview for U.S. Open Cup, which is coming up actually tomorrow. Recording this on Tuesday, so we'll <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All right, you are listening to the Flounders B Team Podcast.
Hey everybody, welcome back to the Flounders V-Team Podcast. We're going to talk a little bit about the second half of this match and uh, get some listener questions in there. So, second half of the match, things happened. They yielded far too much possession to us, and we took very good advantage of it. Okay. And then Clinton Dempsey came in and did his thing, and I left very, very happy, and again, very, very sneaky. So it was 2-1 at the half. 2-1 at the half. 2-1 at the half. Dempsey came in for Jordan Morris in the 56th minute. Mm-hmm. Hashtag. Too, hashtag probably too early. Eh, effective, but yeah, I, I think combination of whoa, 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 back up. Effective. What is what does effective mean in this context? <laughs> he scored a goal. We won. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. we didn't yeah. lose. But yeah, he, but okay. Is he that effective in the 60th minute or the 56th minute? In the 95th minute. Like what? If he's that much of a difference maker. That well, over early, that, no, over that period goals? of time. Over the period of time. Okay. You had to get Jordy off the field. I think the heat and the diabetes could have a bad combo. And the ankle. Ankles, yeah. Wait, Is he still on bad ankles? Oh, he got hammered Wait, in the first half on he that. Has Wait, diabetes? Right ankle. The diabetes? Yeah. yeah. He's got diabetes. I did not know that. Yeah. Do you feel sympathy for him? No. Empathy? Oh, there's. there's you're funny. Uh, sometimes no, during stoppages. I don't feel anything. It's a pretty okay. common. It's a pretty common ailment. He and it's lie. managed. I yeah, was he, he engaging in innuendo. Thank you very much. He checks his blood sugar sometimes throughout the game. <laughs> so anyway, uh, on comes Dempsey, off goes Jordan. Love you, Please Nathan. get your diabetes checked, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Wilford Brimley wants you to get with Liberty Medical. Well, and, and also at the same time, Jones came off and knew who came on. Yeah, it was a weird double sub. It was. It was. My my initial reaction was I don't get it. Um, Jones I'm on not a lot of sure drugs. what they're what Schmetzer's thinking, what the bench is thinking there. I thought Dempsey came on too early. Um, I didn't get new who for Jones at that period. Although one of my thoughts was, okay, I think you need to sacrifice Jones's attacking ability and just sit him at home. So well, once I kind of rationalized that, I went, okay, I get that one. But I didn't get Dempsey for Morris at that point in the game. But Tim just mentioned that uh, Jones was carrying a knock. Yeah, he was. Yeah, his right ankle got hammered yeah. in he the was first on half. All kinds of meds. Was that Aldous yeah. Powell with that foul? I don't remember who it was, but it was. It seemed intentional. It seemed like let's test his ankle. Let's I tweeted out at halftime. I don't disagree with. Yeah, I tweeted at halftime. Chara's on a yellow. Run at Chara, but like apparently it wasn't Chara. It was Powell, but yeah. like I was in oh, the yeah, crowd. Powell got a yellow in the ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. that was it then. Yeah. yeah, that was it. Okay, but I, I still thought uh, Morris was our best chance of a counterattack. So I didn't get leaving Bruin on and bringing Dempsey in. I didn't think there was any real counterattacking uh, potential there. Can I just say that Portland looks like even when they don't score, Portland looks really good out in the counter. Like oh yeah, Diego sure. Valeri, Darlington Nagby, and a spree run in the counter. And Audi. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. looks lethal. And our counter does not look lethal. Our counter no. is Ladero dribbling and falling over, or a, a, a cross dribble, or a searching ball to Dempsey. And like just, just one ask I have aesthetically for our team is is that like I would like to be better on the counter. Yeah, the best scoring opportunity of the game. I know we're going back to the first half, but best scoring opportunity of the game, I think, we actually went to Portland. We had controlled the first portion of the game, and then out of nowhere they countered. That Audi ball, got in behind, yeah, and yeah, Fry yeah. had to come out and make a very yeah, very good a save. Few minutes in, and that looked effortless from them. He dropped low into the splits hard on that one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just an example of what you're saying, though, Nate. Is yeah. that yeah, they are very good counterattacking, which, now that I think about it, that might be why they struggled up a man. But, but they're a, really better counterattacking. Yeah, okay, maybe, maybe that is the math then. Okay, okay. That's yeah. why they let us have the ball so that they could take it from us and try to shove it down yeah. throat, our throats. So, yeah. so we were talking earlier about takeaways from the game. Yeah. Takeaways? 
biggest takeaway for me is Dempsey comes off the bench and and he seems to be okay with it. His post game interview, yep. I, I mean, my jaw dropped because he seemed very self aware. He talked about he's old, he's not able to play three games in a week. Um, he'll basically play whatever spot the team needs him to play in, and that gave me a ton of encouragement. Go play right back, Clint. <laughs> no, no, <don't> do that. <laughs> no, no. But but uh, that's my big takeaway is Dempsey's very good off the bench, as you've said, 30-minute, 60-minute yep. player. Yeah, th- th- so to me, it's, it's – Great you pl- change of pace. You start him with the acknowledgement he's coming off at 60, yep. or you bring him at, at 60 or 70 and say, go out and run as hard as you can. But, like, I, I think the – I think the last – this season has proven nah, – the season so far has shown me that 90-minute Clint days are over. And I'm okay with that. And if he's okay with it, that's good for the team. Somebody said earlier, uh, actually, one of our um, our last uh, – I asked what the what the title of our next podcast should be, kind of a you know, tongue-in-cheek. Tongue and, and the winner was very clearly finish your chances because of the chances that we have not been able to finish over the past four, five, six, seven weeks, right? And Clint Dempsey, Clint Dempsey, finished his chances. Finished his chances, at least the one that counted. Well, and, and so did Joven, right? Yep. Like we got That's two. Exactly right. We got two goals uh, that were not set piece goals, not PKs, like run of play goals. And I don't know the last time we've gotten two run of play goals. Um. Right. Can we talk about set piece defense? No. Okay. <laughs> so bad. To be honest, right after that red. Your team hasn't it, everything. Ha- that's why those Kramer goals are so effective. Is that your team's just reeling, trying to figure out, trying to just get get something figured out, get assignments figured out, reset, reorganize. Yeah, and so we get a red card, we get a goal against, and we're just kind of reeling. And it's also so close to the half. I, I hope the guys are just. I mean, I'm assuming the guys are just with the heat, just waiting for the clock to tick and the whistle to blow. Other takeaways from the match? Cap. Roman, Roman Torres, mm. winger. <laughs> <laughs> he does pop up in crazy places when you need a goal. Well, that that Panama goal. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I. That's he, valid. Actually. He might be the best attacking center back on the continent. <laughs> well, Ooh. he hasn't scored. I mean, I'm sure there's center backs that have already put in headers. Well, he scored things. for Panama. He scored Panama. Oh, he hasn't scored for us. Got the assist. That was a good cross. I, I'm just saying, like like Roman Roman Torres attacking center back is a thing apparently. Yeah. Should be a thing if it's not. Yeah. Steven takeaway. Caleb Porter is a oh, garbage coach. God, he's bad. Full Fact. stop. Yeah. Like, but but hey. But they can hang on to him. Yeah, keep him. He's please. great. Keep no, him. I mean he's great. He's great. He's super. He, he's he's, he's a leader of Portland. men. <laughs> huh? He's said leader. he's garbage, so he fits in in Portland. Yeah, he fits in in Portland. That's absolutely right. He's a he's a he's a shitty leader of men. He lays blame instead of accepting it. He's like the opposite of Siggy, right? Mm-hmm. Siggy took that all on himself. Uh, Brian Schmetzer, when the team doesn't perform, Brian Schmetzer takes it on himself and says, "You know, I'm not doing the right stuff, and I have to lead these people differently." Right? Anyway. Brian Schmetzer, garbage. Brian Schmetzer is the Nate Bowling of coaches. How so? He's frank. He's honest, and he throws shade. <laughs> Tim takeaways from Portland. I'm just. Uh, it's it's weird. The week prior, we get dejected because we give up a goal on the last play of the game, mm-hmm. and for a tie, and it feels like a loss, just like Clint said. You know. Yeah. And then this week, Clint scores in the 95th minute. 
down a man and it feels like a victory because mm-hmm. of the circumstances because of where we are we're in portland and uh we're down a man and we just stick it right to him yeah. i'm happy with that yeah. um but takeaways just maybe this is that catalyst that that this yep. changes the the direction of the team the rest of the season we add a couple of bodies and we uh, get to know the bodies that we do have i mean the the best part about this team right now is that our young guys have had so many minutes that they're you know just like last year or the year before they're almost veterans already because they've spent some time on the field and we're going to have that frank the uh, frankfurt yeah. game to get all these s2 players even more you're looking at me there's the, there's, what a, frankfurt there's a frankfurt game what do you mean uh, we I'm, play a friendly I, I, against eintracht frankfurt oh, yeah. thank you. so okay. we have a friendly that yep. and it's going to be just like that uh Mexican team, uh, Nicoxa. yeah, Nicoxa. That it's just probably going to be all S two players just getting minutes. Oh, speaking of, oh wait, sorry. Uh, when the takeaways are done, I'll move on. To <laughs> no, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go, go, go. Oh, go with Vic Manseri's back. I saw that. Oh. So we're going to have a striker now to add to our depth because you know Jordan's going to be at, at Gold yep. Cup, and this is a great opportunity for him to get minutes and just attack, 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 attack. I mean, I, so I don't. Manseri's back for S two, for. No, he signed one. to the mothership. What? Yeah. He, well, no, he's he been signed out. That. No, okay. he's been signed to the mothership and then was loaned out to FC Cincinnati. He's back. Yeah, and he made. That's great. I think he made a commitment to Sierra Leone. I don't know if he's seen any minutes to get cap tied, but uh, he is uh, yeah. the pride of Fife, Victor Mansari. Well, going back though, like grit counts. Yeah, right? going back, grit absolutely counts, and 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 grit starts at the top. That's how you encourage. Which is why Caleb Porter is a which terrible is why coach. Carol, Caleb Porter is a, is a garbage coach, and why we win cups mm-hmm. because we have grit, and that's built into the leadership of the team. Fact. And, and honestly, this reminds me of a conversation Kevin I've had multiple times now. If you think about grit in the Sounders, mm-hmm. uh, it Osvaldo Alonso is the catalyst and team MVP. Like that, he's he, he is the personification of. Like, of I went uh, back and looked at Ozzy's stats over the past five, six, seven games. Yeah, he's. Amazing, yeah. He not he, he is uh, Conte, is who he is. Yeah. He he wins every ball. He just sweeps in front, and that I stick to this. He's not the honey badger anymore. He's way smarter. He's way smarter. Like you're not seeing him get into all these tangles and do all these crazy, silly physical mm-hmm. things that kind of drove you nuts before. He's positionally sound. Mm-hmm. He sweeps in front of that back well, four, again, cleans everything up, and again he has back. to do less now because Roldan or Svensson is out doing more. Yes, and but he's way, way, way more intelligent. Yeah, he's a oh, man. I agree with you. Are you I saying he was you. stupid? No, no, no. I think he came over. No, it's that exact thing we were talking about earlier yeah. about like your youth and ability and your and yeah. your game awareness it's and like when do they cross? Yeah. Like I, I just yeah. for for his him listening to the show, I I'm he, sure he's he's officially like the old guy at the Y who's the, who has the sky hook now and like is just like working the game. Yep. Sorry, basketball reference. So he's no longer yeah, his five side team yeah. never gets knocked off the court. My, my, my takeaway is super short, and my takeaway is just that Brad Evans. Minus the red card is a stabilizing force to the defense. Yep, yeah. and we look at how yeah. a lot better with him in the game. And yeah, yeah. he's he's our best right back prospect. Sorry, our best right back. And I would say that if we accept that Fisher isn't the answer, uh, a priority I think for the team is to either cultivate or find a new right back because Evans' hamstring has limited him to a very few minutes this year. Well, you brought up Wingo as a right back. Yeah, they're going to give him a shot at right, at right back. Uh, well, but but that's a that's I, way down the road. Well, so so here, okay. I'm not a f- I'm not done with Fisher yet, but a lot of folks are. Um, yeah, I'm undecided. I don't know. And so we have Fisher. I 
I'd be intrigued to see Nuhu switch to the right side and play him on the right side. I think a Jovan Jones on the left, Nuhu on the right attack, or, or sorry, defense looks pretty damn nice. Uh, and then, yeah, give Wingo a ride. I know that you're not on the Dillon wagon, <laughs> and I'm not either. Uh, but I'll say this: that game against Portland, we went to the Open Cup match. I forget uh-huh. our, our our right back, but like he played really well. And so, like, hopefully, there's some people in the pipeline, or hopefully, like we're looking. Uh, I I will say, I'm I'm a little perturbed or anxious about how few transfer rumors I've heard. Oh, like there's the, nothing. The window opens pretty quickly, and I've heard basically nothing, and that nothing. bothers me a ton. But but that's that's for another time. I guess. That like, worries me. It's like Fight Club. You just don't talk about it. I want to hear something. There's nothing worse than being an Arsenal fan in the transfer window. Want to be talking about something. You are an Arsenal and a Sounders fan. Want to talk about something. And there's no transfer rumors going on. None. Nothing. Questions? Questions from the fans. We have a a total of two. No, I have some too. Oh, you have some too? You have more than... Where did you find them? Well, Kat has Um, her own fans. Oh, that's right. You've got your own She has her own page. They were DMs, guys. Oh. Yeah, from Callum. <laughs> so I'm at the yes, club. We got a solid cat laugh on the pod. It's <laughs> a success. Wh- whose questions first? Go for it, cat. Oh, um, so Memo, I forget what he is. Memo 03. Yep. Yep. Uh, says he would like to know who's going to step in now that Rodon's been added to the Gold Cup roster. And is Seattle going to be able to do the same thing as last year or will the wheels fall off? Man, I looked at some rosters. Yeah, it's bad. Whew. Uh, you know what? It might fall to sorry on the S2 to give us some depth and yeah. fill in. I'd be okay with that. I thought – I know it was RS2 versus Timbers 2, um, but I thought he showed a lot of intelligence with his movement off the ball. I'd be okay if he was given a sniff. Um I don't think there's anybody that can come in and fill in for Roldan. I don't think there is. Well, if we're so talking Roldan Svensson. at Mathers. Well, there's not really a Mathers equal. is more attacking, though, and I'm not a huge fan of Mathers. At which position, like though? Numbers, what, eight? We're defensive talking about those. those defensive those, mid, yeah. Yeah, defensive Six mid eight, next yeah. to Ozzy. Uh, the answer is Svensson. It is. Yeah. Yeah. But then Roldan's somewhere on that starting 11. Well, Roldan's, we're taking him out, and so we're trying to fill his position. Yep. So Roldan is, is off. The grid that she's mm-hmm. got some who in the back calf tightness. We so have, who? Will we have the back line? Will like Marshall and Torres be there? And then so yeah. let's talk July fourth specifically. So July fourth, yeah. uh, Colorado at Colorado. Joven plays for Trinidad. Yeah, but he's they didn't qualify. He's available. He's, no, he, he, he's not in the Gold Cup. So he's not in the Gold Cup. Mm-hmm. Torres is staying home. Yep. And Marshall, if he's in concussed from that ball to the head, is 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 there? Yep. So Evans is out. Fisher's out. At, so at Fisher's right back, out. Fisher's out. Evans Dellum's out. out. Dellum's out. out. Roldan's out. Trey Wing. Oh. Sorry. Uh, Henry, Henry Wingo? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, who else? It's either Wingo at right back or me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Wingo. Yeah. Uh, well, But if we have our back four minus one, we w- will be fine. It's just when we have the wrong, you know, we, we try to try to make too many cute moves. We put roll down there and then take Svensson out and then we'll have a Faro or just yeah, if we oh have God. if we have the, the Twin Towers. Don't say what we'll you're going to say right now. I know what you're going to say right now. Don't you dare say it. If we got say the it. Twin Towers and then we could put anybody on that right. No, no. So I that's that's so I used to think that. But Evan's return has proved me that I was wrong. Uh, that right back position matters a lot. Uh, and the fall off is pretty huge. But I mean, it was just I'm just looking around when we've had to tinker with. Svensson, we've had to tinker with uh, 
Fisher and Dellum, we've never had Torres and Marshall together. Either Marshall had one of those ice cream headaches or Torres had a, a bad hammy from you know wearing his Fitbit and tracking 17 miles during the match. <laughs> we, we haven't had that same back four. You know, you put Evans in there with the rest of the guys, and it just looks bloody brilliant. So, I, I, again, another reason why I'm a fan and the professional professionals, I hated Tyrone Mears last year. I miss Tyrone Mears this year. Yeah. Well, I miss the Tyrone Mears that tried. I did not miss the Tyrone Mears that was yeah. trying to get Siggy fired. Okay. So hmm. Colorado's coming on three matches in just a few days. Uh, they just lost 3-1 to Dallas in U.S. Open Cup play uh, today. This is Tuesday, June 27th. Um, Azira scored uh, in the 46th minute. Uh, mm. Ford scored in the 88th minute, and or I'm sorry, <laughs> Ford got red carded in the 88th minute. So oh, that I mean, close. that's tough. Um, and for Dallas, Diaz, Hollingshead, and Morales scored uh, all in the second half. Javi Mo <laughs> in the open cup. <laughs> He's still playing. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then on Saturday, the first of July, uh, Colorado is playing Houston, who are also in pretty. Damn Please tell me they're playing in Houston in that horrible heat. Uh, they are playing, I think Google puts it at, yeah, I think they're playing, yeah, it's 6 p.m., so that's yeah. It's still, okay. Um, and then... Uh, and they're playing us on the 4th. And then they're playing us on the 4th, so, and that's at Mile High. So Our, we're traveling. Play? We're on a long Dicks. break. We don't have anything other than San Jose U.S. Open Cup. But we're down Morris. We're down Morris. Rolled on. Fisher. Dilem. Who else? Only one. Anybody or two get red carded in the U.S. Evans? Open Cup? But only one okay. or two of those people. Evans were available. On this, oh, on Evans available. Sorry. Only one or two of those people were actually in the eighteen for uh, for our U.S. Open Cup versus yeah, yeah. Portland. Uh, I think the big news is we're playing Dallas in the U.S. Open Cup as soon as we beat. Uh, as soon as we Jinx. beat San Jose, I, so Jinx. I would like to think that, but also our our <laughs> record against them is terrible. Yeah, and I hate Chris Wondolowski's face, and I could totally see Wondolowski doing what Deuce did yeah. and subbing in in the 80th minute and then scoring a goal. And he did that to us this year. Yeah, we have a hard time winning in the Bay. Unless that's he has for sure. flashbacks to Belgium. Yeah, yeah. E- which maybe we can wear our, our Belgium kits. Yeah. Just just t-shirts okay. warming up. So I'm trying to. Fi- I'm still All trying right, to figure out who's going to play right back for us. Yeah, Wingo. Evans is available for LA? the. Not Rodrigo, for the fourth, LA. But for the open cup. Oh, you're, so, so just or Sam Rogers. You're, you're sca- Those are my two guesses. You're scanning the S two roster. Lineup. Oh yeah, and then picking Sam Rogers, who was younger than the belt that yeah, I'm wearing. Straight out of fifth period. Yeah, like Sam straight Rogers. out of fifth period. Yeah. You know, we should get him a shirt, by the way. Straight about, out of fifth period. Um, that's that's uh, the next Tifo. We'll what sign about, it for him. Um, I'm sure he'll really love it. He would, <laughs> I bet he'd do it. I bet he'd do it. Uh, not Sam Rogers, but uh, the the gentleman who scored two goals against Portland. Uh, that was I'm Mathers, sorry, not not Portland against uh, uh, at the S two match. Yeah, Zach Mathers. Sorry. So Kevin's gonna get a take on him. Um, yeah. He's more. He is a number eight and yeah. not a number six. Okay. Yeah. And he's definitely not a right back. So no, he's not a right back. I don't think so at all. Yeah, I think you gotta. I'm. I think you have to go down to that S two lineup. I'm just never a fan of switching players out of their are... natural position. Because I know you told me don't say it. I was thinking of Svensson at right back. I know you were. Mm-hmm. And I just went, no, because then you got to move another player in your center <clears throat> into defensive center mid that's not a defensive center I could mid. see your move Svensson eyebrow twitching. Yeah, make, make in the one back move, and then, not two. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking, though, Like, because if you put Svensson there, then you still have to fin- 
fill in that midfield spot, yeah. and then who the yeah. heck's going to go there? Do you yeah. want to continue to do a four-two-three-one? Yes. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's the system at this point. Like yeah. they they they've yep. They're two plays with the four two three. You have to so. do it. Have to do it. All right, everyone's familiar. Um, to some extent, I think we're burying the lead here. Yet another sounder, Christian Roldan, has made it to the U.S. Men's National Team. Dude, I was yeah. about to drop one hundred and fifty bucks and get a jersey with Roldan and seven on it. Well, U.S. National yeah. Team, but I don't want to drop. Not only Roldan, but Kellen Rowe got called in as well. And we should trade for him. And so, so you've said that before, but just so Kellen Rowe would be a sounder if like we would have been around at the time, right? And yeah, and so absolutely. So essentially, Kellen Rowe, Jordan Morris, and Roldan are three kids with deep, deep Seattle ties mm-hmm. who are on the national team. Yep. Arguably, Dempsey would be joining them. Yep. Like that's 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 not bad. That's way to rep. It's a legacy. Kellen Rowe is that winger. I think that we want. I I would mm. put him out there and let him roam and go. I want to argue with you, but I, I so 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 if, if he's not that okay. Is he I, right back? No, 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 no. no. So <laughs> I have I have a bias against fast Caribbean South American players. Sorry, against four actually. Like I, I would love for us to go to the Grenadine, Trinidad, the Colombian national team or the Colombian first division and find a winger. But like if you're gonna get a winger from North America, uh, then like Roe is definitely up there. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Any other questions? Um, there was one. <clears throat> sorry, there was one other one. So, just a um, not really a question, just a topic. Will Bruins influence on the team? Will Bruins influence on the team? I did my take earlier. Like I, I he scores. He's he's scoring goals at a decent clip for n- number nine. Uh, he's good at hold up play. Uh, I wish he would win more balls in the air. He doesn't do a good job of winning balls in the air. Like the the Portland center backs are not Marshall. And not Torres, and he was not able to win many, many fifty uh, fifty balls from, from them, and that's that was disappointing. That, that was my biggest frustration the entire game. I'm like, win the ball in the air for God's sakes. Do you think that's a mobility thing? Do you think he leads with his arms to get up and get that extra space? Nah, may, mayhaps. Like, yeah, I I'm actually shocked he's playing. Like that dislocated elbow, I thought he'd be out for a while, and he came back like what nine days, something stupid like that. I I think he's great. I mean, I. I think he's good for the locker room. I think he's good for the team, and he's he's fun for us. Uh, I, I thumbs up, Bruin. Thumbs up. I, I thumbs s- up, Bruin. Thumbs up. I've said this on the pa- on the pod before, and I'll just say it again though. Uh, so I like to do like spot for spot analysis of, of, of things, and he's not one of the top five forwards in the Western Conference. So we need someone more effective. I My fear for Will Bruin is that he is the Jimmy Gabriel quote. He's a dog on his hind legs. He's never scored at this clip ever in his career, I don't think. I, I tried to look back at his stats. I didn't see him scoring at this clip. He's scoring at a pretty, uh, what is it, .72 goals per 90 minutes, which is pretty phenomenal. He's not done that before. Yeah. Like, he's 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 flying he's right on now, the juice? and that's great. <laughs> Maybe, right? <laughs> he's hitting homers. Stay on it. Stay yeah. on it. Um, it's working. And I like him, and I do think he's great for the clubhouse. Everybody says they love him. The thumbs-up thing is hilarious. I think he gets the culture of Seattle soccer very, very well. I don't know how much longer he can keep this up. I, um, Yeah, he's not your premier MLS Cup winning number nine. Yeah, he uh, is our seventieth minute sub. Yeah, yeah, instead totally. Of, instead yeah. of Dempsey, um, or Dempsey. Well, yeah. then we start Dempsey and put him in, or start him and then put Dempsey in. I think at a hundred percent health, Morris is your number nine. I I will say this, um, and, and Dempsey and Bruin could come in to sub. Bruin's best anyway. season was twenty twelve. He had yeah, that was a long time. Yeah, ago. Yeah, twelve goals in league, yeah. and then 
uh, 16 all competitions. Yeah, I yeah I looked back. I'm like, he's never scored at this clip before. Yeah. He's on fire, which is great. Yep. Let's ride it, but I don't know how much longer it'll. Again, transfer up. window. Like I, I would feel a lot better if I knew there was another forward coming in. The Sounders fan motto. Welcome to how it felt for the past window. five years. And and by the way, did you see Portland signed a center back, a, a, a Tam oh. center back? Yeah, they've been no, they've man. been talking about him forever. And so. They're Targeted sitting on allocation money. I'm, I'm going to argue they're sitting on four starting caliber center backs right now. I would take a third. I I, I argue with you two episodes ago. I won't this time around. All right, all right. Uh, Britvox US, uh, James Woolard, the in stadium announcer for the Sounders, friend FC, of the show, friend of the pod, great man, uh, asks cute dog. <laughs> uh, thoughts on being on the menu at Providence Park. Uh, Flounder is on the menu at. Providence Park on Sunday when we take on at Sounders FC, Portland Timbers, uh, Quesadilla, Po' Boy, and Fish and Tots. Gut the fish, Rose City till I die. That's from the Portland Timbers. What do we think about that? I think it's clever. I think it's fine. It's good uh, marketing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. what are you going to do? If that's the best they can come up with. I mean, yeah. whatever. I mean, I mean, all we have to do is run a couple of clips of all the forest fires and uh, the the United States yeah. right now. It's demonstrative of how much we occupy their brain that they're oh, yeah. putting us on the menu. Like they, the, the Portland Timbers have an egregious and aggressive little brother syndrome, mm-hmm. and it's kind of it's kind of cute, mm-hmm. honestly. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yeah, and take, you can't really yeah. eat wood. Yeah, take a walk, scum. Yep. Mm-hmm. There you go. They do have the lamest goal celebration in all of the MLS. Giggity. <laughs> I do like I do like the thing they do though when they get scored on, which is frequent. Uh, they do the like every holder scarf up like wall of scarf thing, and it's like, oh look, look, you're hiding your tears with scarves. Well, they've had yeah. a lot of practice, yep. and they also mm-hmm. swat their scarves that flies during the national. Oh, that's anthem. the worst. Yeah, you can tell. Oh, we had, we had another friend of the pod that was actually sitting in the timber section. Uh, Drew Romberg. He was also wearing a timber shirt, so we don't talk to him. Yeah, I, I was going to wait, ex friend of the, the pod. ECS section? Mm-hmm. How did he no, not no, get no, 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 he just sat there and argued with the guy for like an hour. I like Drew, so. but he doesn't understand the culture of the game. No, nope, so. not yet. He'll he'll get there. He'll get there. Wasn't there a question from MLS Watercolorist? There's one last question from MLS Watercolorist. And uh, that question is as follows. If the Sounders pets were a team, who would be the captain? What? I know, right? I think we it's said a very poignant question. Jordan Morris's dog. Mini. Yeah. Mini. Mini. Okay. I'm not sure what it is. It looks like some kind of collie or shepherd or some kind of like herding dog. It looks a little bit like my dog. But again, back to James Wollard's dog. So if we include him in this, I'd vote for Khaleesi. Khaleesi is the name His of His dog of is named Khaleesi? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's he a has a, He has an Australian. Definitely, that's definitely yeah. a win. Yeah. Mini that's Australian yeah. shepherd. She's so beautiful. I'm partial to the I'm partial to Wrinkle Wednesday. Sharpays. Australian Shepherds are definitely smarter than Border Collies. Oh, Sharpays so, are dumb as shit. <laughs> and yeah, and then who who's got the smush face dog? The sh- Fry, Fry, Stephen Fry. Okay, surprised he didn't get a call. Are there Gold any Cup. other honorable mention pets? I don't know. I feel like Dempsey probably has some kind of chameleon or something, some kind of like bearded dragon. Mm. Or- 
tarantula. Hmm. He's just got one of those big mouth talking basses on the wall. <laughs> Take me to the river. <laughs> I got nothing. I don't let crowds, big kids, or animals. Billy Bass. Right on. Okay. Um, as there are no other questions, uh, looks like Jordan Morris's dog wins unless James Willard counts on the team and then Khaleesi wins. Yeah, Khaleesi. All right. Here we go. Well, thank you so much for listening once again. Hey, you can find us on Twitter at Flounders B Team. Please follow, like, retweet, whatever. And definitely subscribe on Stitcher and iTunes. Tim's got something to say with his uh, hands. You're listening, so you already know how to find us. Tell your friends. There you go. Preach it on the mountaintop. Babes. Get your ass on the mother podcast. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Steve Gettleson. For better or worse. Midnight. Uh, Nate Bowling. Uh, muffin Top Model, Tim Hamilton. Kat Peterson. Kevin Zamira. And you are listening to the Flounders B-Team podcast.